Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Hello everyone and welcome to this next message online via our Arena YouTube uh, service. And we're believing again today that as the Word of God is ministered, it will speak to people right into their hearts and change them forever. Just a little story of recent weeks, certainly an encouragement to me as one of the communicators here at Arena. But of course, uh, this message can be accessed at all sorts of different times. And a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to one of the elderly ladies who is part of Arena, and she's been going through some difficult times and was struggling to sleep. And one evening, accessed the message that I'd spoken the previous week that was entitled, Do Not Worry. And she shared with me that that particular moment, it was the right word at the right time. And she was able to sleep well afterwards. Whatever time of the day or night you're receiving this message from the word of God, we're believing he's going to bless you and help you. Over the next few weeks in our final ministry series before we enter the Christmas season, we're using the title Faith in Following. Or my little subtitle is Little, not little in terms of stature, but maybe seemingly inconsequential people that actually made a big difference. During the year, our word for the year in arena has simply been follow. Jesus said on a number of occasions in the New Testament of the Bible, follow me. And we have been, in all of our ministry, increasingly encouraging both people that are committed believers already and others that are joining the journey of faith to be true followers, devoted, dedicated in their followership of Jesus Christ. And recently we did a series of faith. Let's have another look at faith. And we took five aspects. Allow me to recap very quickly. We looked at saving faith that speaks about the beginning of our relationship with the Lord through Jesus We looked at the test of faith, resiliency, the life of faith, the reality of living out our faith every day, the gift of faith, revelation, and the victory of faith that brings us reassurance. And building upon that, we're now trying to frame together some specific examples of people that lived out their faith in their commitments and in facing their challenges. And we're going to use four examples. Three of them uh, would certainly be hardly known to most people, even experienced Christians reading the Bible, because there's just a sentence or so about them. And yet, as we dig over why they're there in the word, we realize 
that even though it may just be a passing reference, these people have a lot to teach us. We might call them unsung heroes. In society, people recognise the value of such. It may be that you watch that TV programme last week, the awards night, the pride of Britain, that honoured many people that most wouldn't know that have achieved some extraordinary exploits, both in their own lives and in helping others. In a few weeks' time, we're going to have the Sports Personality of the Year Awards. And in recent times, they've included within that not only honouring the great and the good of sporting achievement, but also an unsung hero award. It may be a groundsman, a coach, a secretary, an innovator. Again, very few people would know about them, and yet they've had a significant impact on helping other people in their local community. And on those occasions, I don't know about you, but when I watch on, I often feel quite moved and emotional that these people have touched others in such a profound way. As we think about the Bible, we think, of course, of Abraham and Moses and David and Esther. Perhaps what we might describe as giants of the word. But there are many lesser lights as well. And people that expressed faith in their following. Just last evening, we were in our final Bible school evening of the year. And we were looking at Ruth. It's a book in the Old Testament, four chapters. It's a wonderful story of romance, but Ruth was described by one pastor as a widow, an impoverished alien that moved from her homeland to a foreign nation, an inconsequential outsider, and yet God took hold of her life and she proved to be an essential part in telling God's complete story. God can use anyone. And both in the word and through the history of time, often has. You may be saying, well, I'm nothing. I've not got any gifts. I don't feel I can be anything. And you need to push that aside. And we trust him that through these examples that we use, you will be inspired to be all that God has called you to be. And so our verse is in Romans chapter 16 and verse 10. And it says, Greet Apelles, whose fidelity, faithfulness to Christ has stood the test. Apelles, just one short sentence about this man. One translation described him as being approved of Christ. But here he is named, and we're going to try and draw a few lessons from his life. How many of you know that names are important? 
I was in a meeting of pastors and leaders several years ago and I went up to somebody that I'd only met once before and said, hello, Peter. And his first response was, you've remembered my name. And it seemed to mean such a lot to him. And here in Romans chapter 16, we have the great apostle and leader, Paul, taking time in the last chapter of one of the greatest books in the Bible to remember names. Men and women that had served alongside him in the ministry, mission and call to reach the then known world with the good news of Jesus Christ. If you want to read through them, you'll find that there are 26 names, 17 men and nine women. And most of them, 24, are non-Jewish. This illustrates how the good news had spread from Jerusalem, Acts chapter 2, and was touching other peoples and other nations. As I say, there is little known about a palace. Tradition tells us that he possibly became the bishop of Smyrna in the first century. And if you go to the beginning of the last book of the Bible, Revelation, you'll find there seven churches described, one of them being Smyrna, a specific community at that time and a church that Jesus wanted to communicate a message to. Interestingly, if you read in Revelation chapter 2, you'll find that Smyrna is called to be faithful. I wonder if that was drawing on the example of their leader, Apelles. Just a thought. We're not sure because the Bible doesn't tell us what the test was that Apelles had to face. But what we do know is that in that first century world, being a Christian believer certainly wasn't always comfortable. Believers were confronted by opposition, persecution, and yes, even in some cases, execution. But whatever the test was, Apelles proved faithful to Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that God is faithful to us, that every day his mercies are new and we can lean into the faithful character of God. And he has called us to be faithful too, faithful in the small and inconsequential things of life and faithful for the duration of our life. Yes, faithful right up to death. So Apelles gives us a great example. And let me just bullet point a few words that I think describe fidelity or faithfulness. The first being constant or constancy, that we are wholly dependent. And then permanency. We've decided to follow Jesus. There's no turning back. And then stability, even when storms come and seek to rock our lives, we remain sure in our faith 
And then tenacity, overcoming in our spirit and attitude. And finally, loyalty. Perhaps this quality was one of the main reasons that Paul took the trouble to name Apollos. His fidelity to Christ has stood the test. As I close, I recognise that in our lives at times, things can come to us that can catch us by surprise and are on occasions unexplainable. Here's an illustration from a Christian communicator that was also a very accomplished yachtsman. And he uses the thought of the storm to illustrate the test. And he says, have you ever had an unexpected blast of trouble come across your life? A rogue wind or storm hits you without warning. God can and often does bring good out of storms. People rally together and focus on what's really important. And yes, it can even draw people to faith. But despite the potential of storms for positive outcomes, most honest thinking people still have those occasional late night ceiling steering sessions when they can't sleep and say, why the storm? Why did it strike me and my family? Or perhaps the bigger question, why didn't God stop it? I don't think that asking the why regarding the rogue storm is something that we ought to be afraid of. Great preachers have admitted that solving the issue of the rogue winds is never easily done to our satisfaction. But as we come to God and recognise that he is with us, the encouragement is to remain faithful, even when the answer seems hidden from us. A palace whose fidelity to Christ stood the test. If you're a believer today, listening and hit in life by a rogue storm at this time, run again to Jesus. Commit afresh to be faithful to him and he will bring you through. And if you've never given your life to Christ, what an opportunity today to step in and yield to the Lord and say, I will follow you all my days. Be like a palace, approved, faithful in standing the test. And one day, like millions of other Christians, you'll receive the greatest commendation of all when you stand before your maker and he will say well done good and faithful servant let's pray we love to pray for people 
And we realise that God is always speaking, God is always working and God is always calling people to himself. And so I'm going to pray in a moment. Firstly, I'm going to pray for people to receive Jesus as their friend and saviour. I'd love to say that that means that you'll never face a test, but I think you'd know that I'd be less than truthful in saying so. But what I can say is that God will be with you in the testings of life and enable you to come through. It may be today that you've ran away from the Lord. You knew a face. Something's come to your life. You feel that you failed. You've messed up. Maybe you got angry or bitter with what had taken place. And today, God is calling you back to renew your faithful journey with him. And of course, we understand at times that Christian believers can go through the experience of the rogue storm. And we're asking that God will help everyone. Could be a financial issue, a health challenge, something to do with your relational world. Stay faithful. God is with you. Let's pray. So, Lord, we just pray in the power of the Holy Spirit that you will draw people to yourself. Those that have never stepped into the relationship of faith, may they do so right now and be born again of your Spirit. Those that perhaps have strayed and wandered, Lord, today, a fresh start in you. And for every believer, that is confronted with a test. Help us to draw on the example of a palace and forever be faithful to the Lord. And we ask these mercies in Jesus' name. Amen.